0: Tape letters, on the use of cassette tapes for audio messages between families in Britain and Pakistan.
1: Yes, yes, he's really, really nice, honestly. He's he's very, very handsome, I like him. He's handsome.
0: As the new generation of British Pakistanis grew into a life in the UK, and more direct communication technologies emerged, the use of audio cassette tapes for international messaging receded. However, the need to communicate with family remains as important
2: as ever.
3: Last time I went to Pakistan, it was after 32 years. To me, it was a new country. Even my own village, couldn't recognize it. The streets are changed. The whole landscape is changed. You don't find anybody there anymore. They all are here. In my family, Only one of my uncle's son left behind. Everybody else, my uncles, aunties, children, you know, my mom's brothers, everybody's here. Nobody's back home. Only Potwari will be known is in Kashmir. The local people, the farmers, and that will be gone as well.
4: I see it as an organism language, so it's ever-changing, and it's susceptible to change. Language accepts this change before even the people. So language, I feel like, is the first place where we see that change happening, that acceptance, the acceptance of the fact that we are these blended identities.
0: Even though it's open to evolving really quickly, it's also open to being distorted really quickly. And in fact, I think what I personally speak is a sort of slightly distorted version of patuari It can't be taught in the way that any written language can be taught. It can only be transferred orally. It can only be transferred through being exposed to it.
4: One
2: thing I you know, it's It's a One thing, the fruit is really nice. Oh, the fruit! It's mango! No, it's gonna be. Nada, Nowadays, it the kids who are talking English because we talk English to them? So, I mean, we learnt it because we had no choice. We had to talk to our parents in Patwari or Urdu whatever they talked to. Because mother tongue is important as well, but nowadays mother tongue is not important. All the parents are, like, British and they all talk British to their kids. That's why they don't understand mother language that much now. They find it difficult to talk it. I mean, I can talk to my son in Patwari, but he'll give me an answer back in English. Because they're going to understand it, they feel embarrassed to pronounce it. And I usually shout and say, listen, I've talked to you in our language. You're supposed to learn it and reply back to it. Like say somebody's answered, he's answered the phone. They're usually embarrassed to answer the phone. When they do answer the phone, the other person could be talking Patwari, and they go talking back in English to him. And they give him back that, that is uh, such a person. And they won't talk Patwari or Urdu back to them. As if they're scared of talking.
3: My niece and nephew, they don't even understand Patwari. Like my mom, she can't speak English. Not a word. Now, if she was to talk to them, somebody has to go between. And that's heartbreaking that you can't even talk to your grandchildren or great-grandchildren in your own language. She's been here so long that she can understand a little bit but she can't carry a conversation. So to talk to her grandchildren is a bit difficult. And that is heartbreaking.
4: So I went through a grieving process actually when I first started learning that this language is not going to be sustainable in England in the generations to come because of you know, intermarriages, the different cultures, people coming together. But we have to remember there's a whole community in Pakistan. So it's not an endangered language. But the words are endangered, I think, in Pahari, whether it's here or in the native land. And that's because of globalization. That's because of like, the way society is. You know, many languages are affected by this. <laughs>
1: Because I speak English, it's been really difficult to enforce the mother tongue with the children. So the older ones do speak twari. Not perfectly, but they can, but the younger ones don't really tend to speak it that much. So I think that because I could always speak English, they always spoke to me in English. And because you're always so busy and you know you're running around, you kind of just answer back in English, and I feel like that potwari is being lost with the younger generation, sadly. And I do feel a bit sad about that. Uh, I just feel like it's an intrinsic part of my heritage and their heritage. Because ultimately, tape letters is about keeping the connection with the heritage and the culture and their identity. And that's why these tapes were used, so that they could have this continuous communication, even though they live thousands of miles away. When I think back to what heritage means, I feel as though language is an integral part of that. And I think slowly these bits of heritage are being chipped away. And I feel like I'm guilty of being part of that. Because I feel like I know so much about my parents' heritage. But I feel like my children won't know as much unless I keep telling them. So I keep telling them stories about my dad, my mom, what things were like pre partition. Because these are first hand accounts I've had from my parents. So I feel like I have to pass those on. But I feel like the language bit missing.
0: Now that I'm older, I'm far more prone to reminiscing in some way, you know, sound as a medium is extraordinarily emotional. And so listening back to these cassettes, I am able to access history in a very particular kind of way. It's allowed me to question and uncover more of this history in a way that it was just impossible before for me. And I think there is a poetic lens to the cassette and the tape itself, in that it's such a magical technology, it's such a magical abstraction. Given that it's a media that's re-recordable, you can't help but think about the ghosts in the device. So I think the older these cassettes are, the more impression you have of them that these things have carried something and that they still carry something and they've carried many things, there's a kind of a, a poetic wish maybe that that's what happens, that there's some trace sound forever.
1: When listening back to my mum's voice, when I speak with her,
0: she reminds me of this other self that isn't revealed to the vast majority of people in my life. And it's to do with language and identity and culture. She comes from this, you know, in my mind, I see her as this sort of daughter of a village. There are just ancient ways that are bound to her. That she still represents something old to me, something not just one generation, but something uh, that sort of, that she's a Pakistani and that I am the product of Pakistanis but I'm not, I'm not a Pakistani, right? So every time I speak with her, she reminds me of this other thing that I am. And and also I become very aware that she knows nothing about me at all. And she can't know much about me because of the difficulties in speaking the same language fluently. So because of my inability to be able to express myself as comfortably as I can in English, in Potwari, for example, there's this huge aspect to my life, to me in the way I think and see the world, that's just unknown to her. And it'll forever be unknown.
3: I think it came to an end sometimes in 1982, 83 maybe, because telephones were more common then. That's where the sites slowly stopped because it was easier on the phone than a cassette. Now is internet and everything, you can talk face to face, but I think the phone did it.
0: The thing that drove tape usage was this need for us to communicate, simple as that. We all need to feel connected to people, especially the ones that we care about. Since cassette tape usage died, the urge to communicate, I mean, that hasn't. Stopped. Yeah. That see. will never stop. Yeah.
2: Ah! Hey, hey, come Hello. Bismillah, <laughs> keep it. Bismillah, <laughs> let She's saying, "Miss Miller
0: hello, my beautiful little boy."
2: Ah, jodi khalti, jodi. mama. Allah, How <are> you <laughs> doing, Grandma? She's saying. She's
0: saying. She's her. She's not feeling very well at mom. Oh no. It's
2: bad. I love you.
0: <laughs> we can't overstate our gratitude towards the contributors of the Tape Letters Project. Without their time, generosity and kindness, this series would not be possible. It's through their personal stories we know more about ourselves. Shukriya. This episode features archive material from the Tape Letters All History Project. Tape Letters is a Modus Arts production. Presented by Wajid Yassin. Audio production and sound design by Oliver Sanders. Produced by Leon Fensum and James Ibrahim Hadrill. The executive producer is Lucia Scazocchio. For more information, head to tapeletters.com.